prostodontics, better known as prosto, where you do full mouth rehabs, uh, uh, implants, uh, maybe even some facial, uh, mascial facial prosthodontics as well, where you're doing some replacement parts. All of this is part of the specialty of becoming a board certified prosthodontist. And we're talking today to a D4 who just matched at his top program. Stay tuned. Hey, this is Dr. Darwin, the new dentist coach, with another episode of Ask Dr. Darwin on the new dentist podcast show where we talk about getting into dental school, surviving dental school, getting into residency, and then life as a new dentist. Guys, be sure to continue to um, not only sponsor the channel by liking it and subscribing, but also by sharing, sharing and leaving comments down below, which will be uh, very helpful to get this information spread out, not only to your colleagues, but also to your other uh, uh, dentists or soon-to-be dentists all across uh, the world. Also, this episode of Ask Dr. Darwin is being brought to you by GetIntoDentalResidency.com. Right here. GetIntoDentalResidency.com. The tool to help you match this cycle into your top residency program. For more details, go down below and uh, enroll in one of the uh, services to, to help you get into your residency program of your dreams, okay? So, hey, today we're talking with uh, one of the three persons from the uh, from the uh, Occlusal Podcast, Occlusal Table Podcast. <laughs> so it's uh, so it's 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 good to see you again, man, and also good to hear that you've matched at your top cross program, and that's the topic of today. So, guys, be sure that you stay all the way through. We're going to be talking about how he prepared his uh, his application, about price as a specialty, um, uh, talking about his interviews. We're going to talk about his rank list and the programs. And he's also going to give us some advice, advice for you uh, aspiring prosthodontics, um, future prosthodontist. So, uh, so please uh, introduce yourself for those that are meeting you for the first time, man. Tell us a little bit where you're from is, and, and uh, what, where undergrad you went to as well. Hi, okay. How's it going, people? My name is Bradley Heway. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, I got a bachelor's in biology. Right now, I'm um, a D4, a graduating student at Meharry Medical College, and my residency is going to be prosthodontics. Good, good. And we'll, we'll, we'll save towards the end. We'll, we'll, we'll do an actual uh, PROS program uh, reveal as we get through all these questions because people want to know, man, uh, you know, process is popular, but not as popular as some of the other residency programs like pedo and ortho and or surgery. However, PROS has a lot of different components, evidence-based, uh, like I said, full mouth rehab. Uh, it's the foundation of a lot of things that we do in dentistry, especially as a general dentist, but on that, on that next level. So Tell us, why PROS? Why, why did you decide on pursuing and going into PROS as a, as, as a specialty? So, like, dentistry, when I, when I first got into dentistry, I definitely saw all the art. And then, like, that's going through school. Um, I started to learn about, like, process. It's pretty much the art and science. 
between both like specialties, like because price not only focuses on like okay the arrangement of how somebody looks or what um, aesthetic you know that the patient wants, but also to see if like it's actually functioning correctly. Can the person like really like bite? Can the person actually live with this for a very long time? Even if we get into um, the maxillofacial portion, it's like can I be able to not only replicate exactly what the person wants to look like with a prosthesis, like in their face, which was, I think it's like next level to me. Yeah. And it's, and it's definitely, uh, uh, it kind of mimics uh, some of the plastic surgery that yeah. are med- that are medical components. And yes. I mean, and medical colleagues uh, deal with, and, and you probably will, I know at, uh, at the, at the program that we're, that you that that you're going to be talk, telling us about in a little bit, uh, they have a very uh, intimate connection with uh, with medicine, especially with um, uh, maxillofacial prosthodontics uh, as well. So just just a lot on that uh, uh, reconstructing people's faces and other parts of the head and neck area, which you wouldn't typically think that we as dentists do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I didn't. I never knew that dentists actually do that. When I found out that um, like prosthodontics are the people who actually make the fake eyeballs, um, the fake noses, the fake ears, I was like, oh, yeah, this, this is the one. This is the yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, when you apply to pros programs, you have to have more than just one, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You knew it was pros, but you also knew there's a, you know, a handful of uh, times 10 of, uh, of different programs throughout the country. So oh, yes. let's talk a little bit about your application and what you did when you decided from the time that you decided, or maybe even up to that point, when you decided that PROS was going to be the specialty for you, when, how, how did you start with your application from that point on? I see. Um, I think when my first inspirational process started was when I think it was second year, uh, we just got our introduction into like the lab, right? We were learning about gypsum. People don't know that's um, dental stone, what we pour, use it to uh, pour up things. And it felt like I was in some type of, uh, like a Dexter's lab that we're just making things. And so I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. Cause I'm always been to just want to be able to just use my hands for anything, right? I, lo- I love the busy work. Uh, so when it got to, oh, we we're making crowns, um, doing the, what's it called? Wax techniques and stuff, right? I was like, okay, you know what? This is nice. Especially when I actually originally came in for oral surgery. Cause I was, um, I shot a lot of oral surgeons. I see a lot of um, like cardiologists, um, people, a lot of people in surgery in general. And I did like understand the, the physics when it came down to extracting teeth. But then as going through the process, I started to know that I just, I naturally feel like a prosthodontist. I'll say that. Like, I do like the oral surgery lifestyle and what they do, but I feel more at ease with pros being like what I want to do for life versus trying to be um, surgery constantly all day, every day. Right, I rather and all do. night. Yeah, like you know, eight-hour <laughs> surgeries. People they don't even know about it. Um, 
But I think I'd rather be like, okay, you know, if I'm, if I'm going to do a surgery, let me try to do like the full aspect of it, right? So it's right. like, okay, after I finish your surgery, like what else can I help to, you know, improve your lifestyle? Yeah, yeah. Your mobility as, you know, as best as possible. And I felt like process actually was the way for me. So that's when I started like having my interest in process. Then when I got into my application, um, I started off a bit um, subpar um, because it would be best for people to have like a catalog, I'll say, um, um, get permission from the patient. They'll take pictures uh, for your before and afters, especially if you're making dentures. So you can um, show, um, you know, their, your work. Um, then when you get into school, um, one, of the, one of the requirements is that you have to have a, um, a professional camera. And at first I didn't think um, how important it was to actually have a camera, but after taking um, clinical pictures, yeah. the before and after makes a huge difference. Makes a you know, huge like, difference. Yeah, you could definitely see, you want to make it so natural that other people are fooled by it. Yeah, or and other people it. say, Dr. Bradley, that's what I want. That's how exactly. I want to look. That's what I want to look. Mm -hmm. I want to look just like that. That picture. Just like, yeah, just like that. They could pull just up like a picture that. and I'd be like, okay, cool. You know, we could try our best to try to replicate this. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's what, um, what I felt like pictures taken was definitely an important part, um, part of it but um service work and honestly i think just a a competitive application would be more of like let's see how much work do you do with your hands two do you have like your portfolio when it comes to your catalog for pictures um three tons of community service hours mm -hmm. right to me i think that shows um, commitment because process like you, you're, you're doing now everything so from you're doing the treatment planning not only that you're going to, from treatment planning to operative now operative to lab work right, right? Yeah, so you're going immediately to the lab work so now you're doing everything all in one mm. and after you have done the lab work now you're doing the reevaluation to see like okay is everything in order because now if you mess up you have to readjust it you have to fix it up um, i think the only difference between that and now like general surgery and like in cosmetics is that we pay more attention to like um like the science towards it so if you have done like research with um in process that's like um implants yep. um, longevity and things like that that also helps too um but i think one of the biggest things is if you're not confident in your hands um get confident right um be able to cut preps not only fast but also efficient you want to be able to replicate something you know on the spot um, i think i was told by a prosthodontist in houston i had to be able to set teeth within two hours yeah <laughs> and for people who are just beginning to set teeth they, they, a lot of people don't know that's not a fun <laughs> that's yeah. not a fun yeah hey this is dr darwin your new dentist coach hey look it's residency time. It's residency application time. And the biggest question that a lot of people have is how do I prepare my application? So look, if you're struggling in getting your information together, your CV, your personal statement, or you're ready but not prepared for your interviews, reach out to me ASAP, right? Right through my group, Dental Residency Headquarters. We can help you. We can help you get ready 
for this residency cycle so that you're able to do this. We want you to match, match into residency cycle this, this year, all right? But you got some work to do. If you need some help with that application, shoot me an email at newdentistcoach at gmail.com, newdentistcoach at gmail.com. And through our program called Get Into Dental Residency, we can help you. We can help you, but you gotta hurry up because residency application is right now. It's right now. So shoot me an email right now. All right, let's get back to this episode. Well, t- tell me, tell me. I know you know. There's, I know there's some parts of the application that's not always going to be fun, um, but some of it had had to been you know exploring and getting things together for your application. Did you do any type of uh, uh, extra type of externships or anything in school to add to your candidacy and your application? Like what, what other things did you do to help you prepare for your application? Um, for me, um, I worked and also I shadowed a lot. So I wanted to see the lifestyle with prosthodontists. So I shadowed um, two prosthodontic clinics and also worked at um, a general surgeon who practiced in prosthodontics. Okay. So I was um, able to be exposed to having a lab in the office and be able to do um, um, both things. And also seeing the lifestyle of the prosthodontist. I unfortunately did not have the opportunity to take the externship. I believe definitely if you have the opportunity, please take the externship. Um, it, it gives you a taste of what it's like to be in that specialty. Um, yeah. I mean, I already knew that, like, for me personally, I already knew that I was living in the lab. It was going to be late hours. So when going to my interviews, I was able to um, be on good grounds with a lot of people because they know that, like, okay, yeah, this is going to be tiring um, time. So yeah, I'm already, yeah. you know, pre-prepping yep. and being able to know that, like, I may be home at one o'clock and be, you know, in the morning at five. Right. Just going to, back at it. Going yeah, back at it. Yeah, no stopping. You know, this is what is going to happen. Yeah. Because there's cases that you, you got to get it correct. Because, yeah, you got to you know, get it correct. That's true, man. Yeah. That's true. So, how did you come up with your list of schools and programs? Because, you know, there's new programs. And I know UPenn just got a new program maybe about three years ago. And then you've got some long standing programs that have been around, you know, over 50, 60 years. How did you determine not only the number of schools, but also which programs or schools that you uh, wanted to apply to? T- tell us a little bit about that. Um, so first, um, I wanted to initially want to go to a residency that's um, first paid um, because this is going to be actual um, schooling. I definitely wanted to get a taste of what it's like to be like now I'm working with a doctor. Um, there are programs that also don't have any um, stipend, but you're just going there for the education. Um, I think when looking into programs, for me, I was into programs that wanted, one, the culture of what it was like at school to see if the school was um, family oriented, um, if the city was nice to live by. And the second thing would be on the curriculum. Um, How much time do they spend on certain procedures? Are they a heavy implant school? Do they specialize in new technology? Do they go through the old ways, um, the traditional ways? Um, or is it mixed? Um, do they try to do online dentistry 
um, with um, the old school ways. Um, I saw my list. I didn't have any of like the top, top or high end, such as um, Michigan, Harvard, um, San Antonio. But I wanted to get um, closest play, um, schools that feel very um, close to cities, big cities, since I'm from a big city. Um, and also was in new technology. So majority of my schools were heavy within um, new tech and also um, city life and culture. That's yeah. how I took my schools. Because i rather, if I'm going to be in a city to learn, I want to be as comfortable as possible. Yeah. Um, I believe, yeah, I think if I went to um, a place that was nice, such as um, Harvard, um, I'll be blessed to be there Right, you know, because of the namesake, and I know of representation, but I don't truly believe that I'll be happy. Right, if I did an externship there and I got a taste of what it was like, then maybe my mind would change. Right, uh, right. But I think that was the only thing that kind of sucked about the whole COVID thing that externships were there, but there were not as many. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, my application was mostly just the first was trying to get a, a paid residency and the culture. Plus, plus, keep in mind on uh, once you become, uh, you know, once you do your residency in process, there are opportunities where you can do a fellowship, right? Or, or, uh, and I, there's another thing I forgot what it's called, but a classmate of mine did one, uh, something like a fellowship, but it was in implants. Um, uh, so there are opportunities once you finish your the PROS program to go to like a Harvard or go to a Michigan mm -hmm. or go to some of these other programs after you've got your, um, your foundational residency program over. And usually those fellowships are only just for like a year, may maybe two, depending on what it is. Um, but schools, how many schools did you end up applying to? I applied to around, I think about 20, 20 programs. I think four, four, 16 to 20 programs. I don't remember off top, but yeah, it, it definitely hurt. <laughs> it definitely hurt, but it's just, it's one of the risks that you have to do because it's like you're, you're part of the process. With, yeah, part, it's part of the process. Part of the process. And, yeah. and there's a lot of schools that are in a lot of programs that are in big cities or cities yeah. where, you know, you can see yourself at cities that have some good things going for not only uh, the culture of the school, but the the city where the school is out in, and like you said, uh, uh, family and, and and faculty, all of those things uh, play a, a, a real significant role because those are the people, and that's the environment that you're going to be in for the next mm -hmm. three, three years, right? Exactly. Yeah. So after you got your school, you got your application together, then you started having some interviews, and I know for many people applying to residencies this past cycle. Um, they were getting mixed. They were getting the, you know, virtual ones and they were also getting the in-person one, in-person ones. So uh, of those programs that you applied to, how many interviews did you get? And give us a little overview of some of the not too typical questions that you got. Okay. Um, I actually, I got um, the, I was fortunate to actually experience both. I had the in-person and also virtual. The in-person was actually cool. You get, a, you know, you actually get to step into school. You get to see the lab, right? And then that's when the interview starts, right? You yeah. actually would do, um, you have to draw a design, cut a prep, uh, make a temporary, 
Then as soon as after that, what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, they say like, oh, on the spot, let's go. Yeah, you like the school? It's nice, right? Okay, cool. Boom. When the room hits, all right, everybody, get ready. <laughs> Cut your preps. <laughs> wow. It was cool. It was cool. It was like, and you're competing against a lot of people, not just people in America, but you know, around the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's for all residencies. So you just everybody's just cutting such a nice prep. Like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, this is great. It was, it was, it was cool. Then actually, after that, there was the interview. But then the virtual process, um, like the Zoom call, were very short, uh, around maybe like twenty minute interviews. Um, I had two virtual interviews. Um, which were, were nice. Their questions was mostly like, okay, who are you? You know, what do you like to do for a living? Um, how do you handle stress? Yeah. Uh, what, got, what got you interested in process? Some of the interesting questions was, what do you like to do on your off day? Like, you know, just what do you like to do? And then another one was, um, if you seem a patient that is distressed, you know, um, was not happy about your work, how do you handle it? Right. So it was, they had questions that was more personal, which were kind of like the, I think the in-person were more personal. They read your um, application, they read your personal statement. Now they're just trying to see like, oh, you, you're a good fit with us. You know, do we like you? It was like, do you like us? Um, then the online interview, that one kind of felt more traditional, like kind of classic, right? Very um, speed dating, like. So it's right. like, okay, you got this much time, go. Yeah. Uh, did, did, you, did you did you meet with multiple people, both with the in-person and virtual? I met more per- people I met more people in the in-person. The virtual, it would be mostly either the coordinator or the, um, yeah, mostly, mostly, yeah, actually, yeah, just the coordinator and there's some leading doctors who want to come in. So, so most of my interviews were either like one-to-one and then I had around, yeah, I had the other one was a panel. So okay. I had two other people that was with me. Um you, they, you know, kind of the panel one was also kind of a comfortable interview, but just to, you know, hey, you know, who are you? How's it going? Right? What'd you do? Uh, we read your application. Kind of more of a conversation. The one to one was very okay. Now introduce yourself. You know, routine. And then after that, then it's like the to me, I think the most important part was, do you have any questions? Yes, right? yes, always questions. And guys. Who are li- uh, guys and gals? If you're listening, watching, you must have questions. There's no such thing as I don't have no questions. That tells people that you know everything, which you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's not your intention, <laughs> but you should intentionally have at least three questions that you're gonna ask, even though you may not get a chance to ask all three. But you need to go in there with some questions. Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. it's like it's like, like I was saying before. I had to ask about like how the culture was, um, yeah. like how do you, how do y'all like you as faculty and the um, students are y'all together? Are y'all not? If, if, if it's okay if it's not, you know, it's just what what do you want from it? Because you're trying to get yeah. what you feel too. Because they're they know that you're interviewing them as well. Exactly, exactly. It's a two way two way street. So you had some interviews, and then you know, um, how many interviews did you have? 
I had only three interviews. Three. Okay. So, well, hey, that's three more than what you had last year. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got three more. So, I'm sure after those interviews, some of those programs, maybe one could have stayed the same as far as where you ranked it. One could have gone up. One could have come down. You know, different things happen after those interviews. Um Tell us a little bit about how you rank those programs and and why why in that order. Uh, so I rank my programs on I, I believe I, yeah, I rank my programs on comfortability. Um, so I had the choices between Houston, Rutgers, and Ohio State. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so each each school was great. They had um, great curriculum. Um, you could you get to learn both techniques. Um, Houston, it was just more of like on the um, technical side. They have majority of like majority of this stuff was technology, three um, D printing. Mm. Ohio State felt like more of the. Uh, it was very traditional, but at the same time, you could feel the his, like the historic value because a lot of people. If you some certain textbooks came out of Ohio State, yes, and so I was really surprised about that. Like as soon as you go into the interview, there's this one room that literally has all the history of Bras around it. I was like, oh, this is tough. This yep. is really tough. Yep. Rutgers, classic. Um, they, they'll teach you Bras. Is just like they, the old school way, but at the same time, they'll teach you on how to um, transition towards the new school. So when it comes to implants, um, you could do them, but they're mostly trying to get you like, get your hand skills right, understand the physics behind it, you know, right? Really dive deep into the science. Um, so I ranked mine on, I wanted the technology and the comfortability. So Good. Uh, I chose Houston as my number one. I think. Yes, that's where we're going. There you go. Yeah. Nashville, going to back home to uh, University of Texas at Houston. Going back to Texas. Of craziest things that I applied to Texas, um, and during the first time I got an interview, and I think it was more like a "It's all right, my son. Your time is not now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your time has come. I'm like, okay, I'm back home. That's great, right? man. Congratulations, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's a that's now that's a that's a big program, man. That's a very uh, a program that's integrated into that into that health uh health science center that's there uh and and you guys will be doing i know you'll be doing a lot of maximofacial prost uh, prosthetics i'm gonna get you connected with dr boldridge she's down there dr eva boldridge and then also uh dr gasan um uh what's gasan's last night he went to university of maryland but he not only did the Cross program there, but he also taught. He still may be teaching there too. I'll get you linked up with him as well. Um, so congratulations, man. That's great news. Uh, it's a double, double, double whammy. You got to go back home mm -hmm. and you got your top program as well. Oh, yeah, it's going down. That's great, man. That's great. So, you know, other people want to have that same success that you have, man, especially with Pross. Give us three or four tips knowing what you know now uh if you had you know a d3 that's uh applying to pros at from Meharry or from other schools across the country what are three or four tips that you would 
and tips and advice, piece of advice that you would give them um, if uh, for all these aspiring future uh, Pross residents? I'll say um, one of the biggest things is um, be okay with long hours. If yep. you're not comfortable with um, long hours, then process not for you um, because you may be um, waxing up teeth. Not a lot of people like waxing up, right? And especially it's not just one tooth. You're going to be doing um, the full mouth depending on what um, the level of treatment that you're trying to do. Another one would be um, patience. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, patience is another one saying... You like, mean as, patience as in you must have patience or you must have patience as in people? <laughs> oh, <laughs> both. Probably both. <laughs> yes, because if you don't got patience, then you're not working. Right. And if you don't got patience, you won't get no work. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh man. And I think the last thing would be is that if you are a true art lover, right? I'll say that if you love aesthetics or not just, just being great with your hands. I know people who could do great things out of wax. I just recently just seen a um a first year, right? Waxing up um dolphins, little miniature little dolphins, rings little roses like those are the type of people that if you like cross now is just like you could now transition that into the science of it yeah and really see your stuff like blossom because when you could return somebody who has uh, or suffered from oral cancer right so they lost a majority of their face and then yeah. you could be able to really like replant their face and they can look at themselves to be just like wow it's like nothing changed right you you literally changed the life right and that, the life, it's, yeah. it's a heavy heart yeah so. yeah so being creative and, and being able to, to transform that creativity into the science and the transformation that you're going to have for that patient and then heading that area either intraorally or extraorally uh, must have patience and must be this is not a profession if you don't like working long hours and having <laughs> and having to do a lot with your hands right yes. a lot more yes. than what you've done in dental school uh, uh, and, yeah. and and i guess if you don't like lab work guess what uh this ain't for you either <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't if you ain't if you're afraid to get dirty don't don't even come across right right exactly well man i'm telling you man this is this has been very helpful uh so proud of you so glad because you know, again, like I said, process is not one of those specialties that a lot of people have been checking for. But yeah. but uh, it actually was one of the specialties that I had thought about when I was in the Air Force and they were kind of pushing pushing us to do a specialty. But I thought pros for me because it, it would just add it so much more flavor to being a general dentist. It's like, you're, mm -hmm. you know, you're a super GP with with so many uh, much more skills and talents and, and ways that you can really, really yes. help people. Um, occlusion, dentures, implants, makeovers. I mean, just mm -hmm. every, materials. You mentioned digital dentistry and all the things that are being done now that a lot of GPs do that you will be doing as a process resident and also as a process merging the old with the new and digital dentistry mm -hmm. across the board, man. So... Uh, really excited for it. Glad to hear that you got into your program of your dreams, and we definitely want to follow you through um, through this journey into Pros. How's that sound? Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Definitely. Okay. Cool. 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 Well, it's like I said, this has been helpful. 
Uh, and uh, guys, uh, check out these next set of videos right here. Hopefully these are helpful for you as well. And that's our time. Love, peace, and smiles. We'll see you on the next video. See you on the next video. All right, Doc. Take, take care. Thanks. Hope you liked that one. It was a favorite of mine as well. Stay tuned as we have more episodes just like that. Until then, love, peace, and smiles. See you next time.